Hello, this is Cree Mitchell again, and we're talking about uh, part three of dealing with fear. And when you look at the things that are occurring on in whatever country you're living in, you can get apprehensive and fearful and become worried. And it may not even be something going on in your country. This may be something on your job or in your family or in your health situation. And we get tempted to fear. First um, John 4 and 18 lets us know that perfect love casts out fear, for fear is torment. And he, that fear is not perfect in love. Fear is something that will try to attach itself to any of us at any time. But we have a standard with the word of God that holds us and that keeps us and lets us know that God is with us. Isaiah 43 and 1 says, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I've called you by name you are mine so god's acknowledging that he is with us he knows us he knows the situation and he's telling us not to fear romans 8 and 28 says all things work together for good for and we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him who are called according to his purpose so it doesn't matter what you're going through god will take the circumstances not that he has created it for you to go through, but sometimes if you look in, in, in the Gospels with Jesus, uh, one of the Gospels says that Jesus was led, in this, led into the wilderness by the Spirit to be tempted of the devil. The Holy Spirit was leading him into the wilderness, knowing the devil was there going to tempt him. But that wasn't God's objective for enemy to come at him but he knew that when he went out into the wilderness to separate himself the enemy knew god knew that the enemy was going to be there to attempt him and jesus was humbling himself to the will of the father to go that direction there's some things god will take us through there's some things god will take us to and others that he will deliver us from so it doesn't matter where it is that you're going there's some things that are unavoidable some temptations, tests, and trials. Some are our own doing because it's the result of the bad decisions we made. And God will still deliver us. He will still take us through. He will give us the grace for it. And others can be something that someone else has done, and it just could be something that happens. It's unavoidable. So every good gift comes from the Father. If it's something evil and bad, it doesn't come from God. But he will take us and lead us through these things to the other side. You can look at uh, Daniel chapter 3 with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. A decree went out that um, they were to uh, bow down to the image. And then when, they, when the music was played, they were to bow down and worship it. And they refused, and so they were thrown into the fiery furnace. But one thing about it, God went in there with them, and he was in there. They didn't, they weren't burning, they weren't smelling like smoke, and they were walking around in it, and they came out. The king had to acknowledge when he looked in and saw them in there that there were three that they threw in, but there was a fourth one, and he looked like the son of God. So it let, it let, it let Nebuchadnezzar know God was with these three men, no matter what, no matter what trial they were going through. And then when they came out, they were not burnt. There was no 
evidence that he had ever gone through the trial. So be encouraged that no matter what you're going through, God will protect you and he will strengthen you through it. A lot of times when we go through, we get pressured, we get angry, we get frustrated because we no longer have control. We have to surrender everything over to God and let him take us through. He has the control. He knows, like Romans 8 and 28, that he is going to turn these things around for good. Whether it's if you're living in the United States and you're seeing the things that are going on politically and you can get a little excited or confused or fearful, just know God's in control. In Daniel chapter 4, Nebuchadnezzar discovered that too, that the Most High rules the kingdom of men. He doesn't rule in it, he rules it. And anybody that gets lifted in pride, God is able to abase them. So if you're in the United States and the things that are going on are worrying you, be encouraged and know it's not going to end the way man wants it. It's going to end the way God wants it. Look to him. Pray and have faith. Be encouraged that God is in control. He is going to turn this around for the good of the people. Because that's his will, for the good of the people. And it's not going to be the way I want or the way you might want it. It's going to be the way God wants it. For what is good for all the people. I've heard a lot of people discussing the right and wrong of a lot of things. The word of God lets us know that God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. He lets the sunshine and the rain and the, the different seasons, they come whether you believe or not. Because he's a loving father. He loves all of mankind. He is our father. Whether you believe in him or not. So for some people to say that this nation has to be a certain way and go a certain way. It's a nation under God, founded on right and truth, godly principles, yes. But that doesn't mean those who don't believe don't have a right. God gives you that right when you're born. When you come into the earth, you have all the rights of any individual because that's the way God set it up. We as mankind have to be willing to yield to the will of the Father because God will not make anybody do anything. So please do not be afraid to think, well, I don't believe a certain way. So if this is a Christian nation, no, it may be based on godly principles, but we cannot ascribe one religion over another for this country. Everybody has to be allowed to believe the way they want to and come to realization of God in the way they need to. I trust that God will lead us all into the right path so that we can know him clearer. In Deuteronomy 31 and 8, it says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. There are a lot of scriptures in the Bible that, that um, encourage us not to be afraid. Encourage us to trust God in whatever it is that we're going through. Because um, I believe there are like 33 that deal with anxiety that say, do not fear. Because 
God knows what's best for us, and we can trust him to do what is best for us. Some of the 33 scriptures that talk about fear, one's Isaiah 41 and 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Another one is Psalms 56 and 3. When I'm afraid, I will put my trust in you. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. St. John 14 and 27, Jesus said this, Peace is what I leave with you. It is my own peace that I give you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. Because he is with us. He keeps us and guides us. And we can we have to trust him to turn this thing around. St. John's 4 and 18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not perfect in love. It's 1 John 4, 18. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And the Amplified says, and of self-discipline and self-control. We have the ability to walk in faith and control our fear. We don't have to let fear have dominion over us. We can take a stand and say, you know what? I'm not going to fear. I'm going to quote the word of God. Father, I'm looking to you to turn this around for my good. <clears throat> there have been situations in my life as well as in other people's lives where you're tempted to fear. And I can always tell when I'm getting in fear because I'll get a little anxious or upset. And I'll get angry and I have to sit down and make myself look at, okay, what's what's main thing. It's not what's going on. There's an underlining factor. And when I look at it, it's, I'm afraid that something is going to happen or it's not going to go a certain way. And I'm having to learn to let go even the more and say, okay, God, this is you. You've got this. You've got me. I thank you that you're turning around for my good. I thank you that you know what you're doing. So I'm encouraging you again, whether it's the political aspects of wherever you are, or it's your physical body, or your family, or your finances. Lay him before the Lord. He knows what he's doing. He's got us. You can trust him. Proverbs 12 and 25 says, An anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. Psalms 94 and 19, When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. Say Matthew 6 and 34, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. <clears throat> one of my favorites, Joshua 1 and 9, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not fear, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you. wherever you go. 
So uh, here's another one, St. Luke 12, 22 and 26. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no store, room, or barn, yet God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than the birds? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Psalms 27 and 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The, long, the Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? In Psalms 55 and 22, Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. And it's those times when you're going through or when I'm going through and I'm tempted to fear. I go back to the word. What time I will be afraid, I will put my trust in you. And I continually remind myself, I trust the Lord. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. Sometimes you have to say that to yourself over and over again. So I'm encouraging you, no matter what you're going through. Psalms 46 and 1, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalms 118, 6 and 7, the Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my help. Proverbs 29 and 25, fear of a man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. I encourage you to read Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. So I'm encouraging you again, no matter what you're going through, God's got you. He's got, his grace is there for you. Trust him, hold on to him. He's faithful in every way. In Deuteronomy 3 and 22, do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God will fight for you. Revelations 1 and 17, then he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. He is the beginning and the end. He's got this. He's got you. Whatever situation you're in, we, we bind the spirit of fear now. We loose the word of faith, truth, and the love and grace of God over you in the situation you're going through. And we apply the blood of Jesus upon you now. In Jesus' name, we ask that you go in grace, grow in peace. God's got this. This is Cree Mitchell saying, God bless you. Have peace. Hello, this is Cree Mitchell again, and we're talking about uh, part three of dealing with fear. And when you look at the things that are occurring on in whatever country you're living in, you can get apprehensive and fearful and become worried. And it may not even be something going on in your country. Just maybe something on your job or in your family or in your health situation, and we get tempted to fear. First um, John 4 and 18 lets us know that perfect love casts out fear, for fear is torment, and he that fear is not perfect in love. Fear is something that will try to attach itself to any of us at any time, but we have a standard with the word of God that holds us and that keeps us and lets us know that God is with us. Isaiah 43 and 1 says, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. 
I've called you by name, you are mine. So God's acknowledging that he is with us. He knows us. He knows the situation. And he's telling us not to fear. Romans 8 and 28 says, all things work together for good. For And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. God will take the circumstances, not that he has created it for you to go through, but sometimes if you look in, in, in the gospels with Jesus, uh, one of the gospels says that Jesus was led, in this, led into the wilderness by the spirit to be tempted of the devil. The Holy Spirit was leading him into the wilderness, knowing the devil was there going to tempt him. But that wasn't God's objective for the enemy to come at him. But he knew that when he went out into the wilderness to separate himself, the enemy knew. God knew that the enemy was going to be there to tempt him. And Jesus was humbling himself to the will of the Father to go that direction. There's some things God will take us through. There's some things God will take us to and others that he will deliver us from. So it doesn't matter where it is that you're going. There's some things that are unavoidable, some temptations, tests and trials. Some are our own doing because it's the result of the bad decisions we made. And God will still deliver us. He will still take us through. He will give us the grace for it. And others can be something that someone else has done. And it just could be something that happens. It's unavoidable. So every good gift comes from the Father. If it's something evil and bad, it doesn't come from God. But he will take us and lead us through these things to the other side. You can look at uh, Daniel chapter 3 with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. A decree went out that um, they were to uh, bow down to the image and then when they when the music was played, they were to bow down and worship it. And they refused, and so they were thrown into the fiery furnace. But one thing about it, God went in there with them. And he was in there. They didn't, they weren't burning, they weren't smelling like smoke, and they were walking around in it. And they came out. The king had to acknowledge when he looked in and saw them in there that there were three that they threw in, but there was a fourth one, and he looked like the son of God. So it let, it let it let Nebuchadnezzar know that God was with these three men, no matter what, no matter what trial they were going through. And then when they came out, they were not burnt. There was no evidence that they had ever gone through the trial. So be encouraged that no matter what you're going through, God will protect you and he will strengthen you through it. A lot of times when we go through, we get pressured, we get angry, we get frustrated because we no longer have control. We have to surrender everything over to God and let him take us through. He has the control. He knows like Romans 8 and 28, that he is going to turn these things around for our good. Whether it's, if you're living in the United States and you're seeing the things that are going on politically and you can get a little excited or confused or fearful, just know God's in control. In Daniel chapter 4, Nebuchadnezzar discovered that too, that the Most High rules the kingdom of men. He doesn't rule in it, he rules it. 
And anybody that gets lifted in pride, God is able to abase them. So if you're in the United States and the things that are going on are worrying you, be encouraged and know it's not going to end the way man wants it. It's going to end the way God wants it. Look to him. Pray and have faith. Be encouraged that God is in control. He is going to turn this around for the good of the people. Because that's his will, for the good of the people. And it's not going to be the way I want or the way you might want it. It's going to be the way God wants it. For what is good for all the people. I've heard a lot of people discussing the right and wrong of a lot of things. The word of God lets us know that God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. He lets the sunshine and the rain and the, the different seasons, they come whether you believe or not. Because he's a loving father. He loves all of mankind. He is our father. Whether you believe in him or not. So for some people to say that this nation has to be a certain way and go a certain way. It's a nation under God, founded on right and truth, godly principles, yes. But that doesn't mean those who don't believe don't have a right. God gives you that right when you're born. When you come into the earth, you have all the rights of any individual because that's the way God set it up. We as mankind have to be willing to yield to the will of the Father because God will not make anybody do anything. So please do not be afraid to think, well, I don't believe a certain way. So if this is a Christian nation, no, it may be based on godly principles, but we cannot ascribe one religion over another for this country. Everybody has to be allowed to believe the way they want to and come to realization of God in the way they need to. I trust that God will lead us all into the right path so that we can know him clearer. In Deuteronomy 31 and 8, it says, He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. There are a lot of scriptures in the Bible that, that um, encourage us not to be afraid. Encourage us to trust God in whatever it is that we're going through because uh, I believe there are like 33 that deal with anxiety that say do not fear because God knows what's best for us and we can trust him to do what is best for us. Some of the 33 scriptures that talk about fear, one's Isaiah 41 and 10. So do not fear. I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Another one is Psalms 56 and 3. When I'm afraid, I will put my trust in you. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, Guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. St. John 14 and 27, Jesus said this, Peace is what I leave with you. It is my own peace that I give you. 
I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. Because he's with us. He keeps us and guides us. And we can we have to trust him to turn this thing around. St. John's 4 and 18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not perfect in love. It's 1 John 4, 18. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And the Amplified says, and of self-discipline and self-control. We have the ability to walk in faith and control our fear. We don't have to let fear have dominion over us. We can take a stand and say, you know what? I'm not going to fear. I'm going to quote the word of God. Father, I'm looking to you to turn this around for my good. <clears throat> there have been situations in my life as well as in other people's lives where you're tempted to fear. And I can always tell when I'm getting in fear because I'll get a little anxious or upset. And I'll get angry and I have to sit down and make myself look at it. Okay, what's, what's the main thing? It's not what's going on. There's an underlying factor. And when I look at it, it's, I'm afraid that something is going to happen or it's not going to go a certain way. And I'm having to learn to let go even the more and say, okay, God, this is you. You've got this. You've got me. I thank you that you're turning around for my good. I thank you that you know what you're doing. So I'm encouraging you again, whether it's the political aspects of wherever you are, or it's your physical body, or your family, or your finances. Lay him before the Lord. He knows what he's doing. He's got us. You can trust him. Proverbs 12 and 25 says, An anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. Psalms 94 and 19, When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. Say Matthew 6 and 34, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. <clears throat> one of my favorites, Joshua 1 and 9, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not fear, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you. wherever you go. So uh, here's another one, St. Luke 12, 22 and 26. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no store, room, or barn, yet God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than the birds? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Psalms 27 and 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The, long, the Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? In Psalms 55 and 22, Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. And it's those times when you're going through or when I'm going through. 
and I'm tempted to fear. I go back to the word. What time I will be afraid, I will put my trust in you. And I continually remind myself, I trust the Lord. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. Sometimes you have to say that to yourself over and over again. So I'm encouraging you, no matter what you're going through. Psalms 46 and 1, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalms 118, 6 and 7, the Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my help. Proverbs 29 and 25, fear of a man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. I encourage you to read Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. So I'm encouraging you again, no matter what you're going through, God's got you. He's got, his grace is there for you. Trust him. Hold on to him. He's faithful in every way. In Deuteronomy 3 and 22, do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God will fight for you. Revelations 1 and 17, then he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. He is the beginning and the end. He's got this. He's got you. Whatever situation you're in, we, we bind the spirit of fear now. We loose the word of faith truth and the love and grace of God over you in the situation you're going through. And we apply the blood of Jesus upon you now. In Jesus' name, we ask that you go in grace, grow in peace. God's got this. This is Cree Mitchell saying, God bless you. Have peace.